All right. Welcome to another wonderful edition of Sunday Morning Symptoms with uh, Mr. Hungover, John Morano. <laughs> well, we don't call it Sunday Morning Symptoms for no reason, Mike. Mm. Yeah, actually, uh, my brother tagged me in a uh, post this week from like five years ago. <laughs> and it says, sometimes when I reflect back on all the beer I drink, I feel ashamed. Then I look into the glass and I think about the workers in the brewery and all their hopes and dreams. And if I didn't drink this beer, they might be out of work and their dreams would be shattered. Then I say to myself, it's better that I drink this beer and let their dreams come true than to be selfish and worry about my liver. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, and and then my brother's comment was, classic John. Classic John. (laughs) That's a a really, uh, I think it's uh, awesome, I mean, to... Support an industry you care about so much. Yeah, think about others, not yourself. That's right. Man. And Don't be selfish. That is a theme for today, is it? I mean, just for these days, generally. Think about others and not yourself, because yeah. we're seeing a lot of selfish motherfuckers out there. I saw a bunch of them yesterday, man, at Lowe's. I was not, you know, I put this post on Facebook to, out to all 10 of the people that follow me. And it's, it's bothersome because, you know, all the headlines, every major news organization is, you know, COVID surging, especially in some states like Wisconsin and things. The, the, um, the, Iowa. Hosp- the Iowa, the hospitalization rate is already at max. Arizona doing- went up over 1,000 confirmed cases for the first time for a day yeah. that we haven't seen since and the I, spring. Yeah, and I wonder what, I mean, so when I was at Lowe's yesterday, I saw, I don't know, so many people, uh, I'm going to say I saw, I don't know, 15 people, 17 people maybe, either not wearing masks, their kids weren't wearing masks, mm-hmm. or if they were wearing a mask, it was hanging off one <clears throat> ear, mm-hmm. or it was pulled down under their nose right to the top of their lip, which does me no good. As no, a, it, it does me no good because now I have to, and, the, and then I'm standing at the, the uh, spray paint section. I'm trying to find some paint for my wife, one of my wife's projects. And I'm standing there, and I'm looking. I'm talking to her on the phone, and these two ladies come up, and both of them have their masks pulled down, like, right to their top lip, like, in between their lips. And they're talking, and they're, like, right next to me. And I just 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 looked at her. Just spraying the code. I I didn't say anything. I just turned around, and I stared at her until she turned and saw me. And when she made eye contact with me, they finally backed up a little bit. But it, it was so... Um, it's people are so cavalier about it. There's certain people that are so cavalier about it, and we all know where their information is coming from. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into <clears> it. <throat> Cole I know. I know. I know. Vinny doesn't like it when I get into shit like that. <laughs> you know? uh, but the reality is, is that Valdez, not Morano. Yeah. Either, either um, the reality is, is that um, man, it's no, just no, so disappointing. And like, I and, totally and, feel you. I, I saw this the other day, and I and it's funny because people have been saying this to me lately. And it's really weird because it's across the whole spectrum. It's, it's people who are definitely Trump supporters will say things to me like, you know, I'm really starting to see a lot of people not wearing their mask anymore. And then to, they're not saying it like it's a celebration, like, fuck this bullshit. We're just going to get away from this. We're going to go with the herd mentality. They're kind of like, you know, it's just going to shut everything down again. Right. We're going to take another step back. This is going to hurt things. I told you the girl that cut my hair, right? Um, she wears a mask. Yeah, but she said for a while she was the only one in her salon. The people working there was wearing a mask, and she was. We're losing business because people don't feel safe when they walk into our business. Right, and she was. It's just she was. Whether I agreed with the mask or not, or the science behind the mask, and we talked about this. You're like, well, if you don't believe in that, you're <laughs> you're missing the boat. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't care what the motivation is. Just wear the mask. Like I have 
my kids in school now for for two weeks and there's probably a good dozen times a day where i gotta say fix your mask pull the mask up yeah they're not doing it intentionally they're just they're involved in what they're doing the mask slips down um you know they pull it down you know to grab a breath or something right. like that and they don't pull it back up again and not one of them has fought me not one of them has glared at me that it, it's just like it's it's the same as like if i say stop tipping in your chair you know put four on the floor or you know hey keep your hands to yourself or you yeah, know, hey, yeah, don't talk about it. Just it's it's a it's a it's a common courtesy. It's it's the rules of the classroom. But people in public, you expect more from the adults. Like Jesus I'm Christ, we're gonna end up in another fucking national shutdown with more people out of work. All you all gotta right. do. We lost forty million jobs last time. This yes, shit happened. We I know. Have all only you, about half of them back. All you gotta do is put on a mask, and it's not that big of a deal. Look, you got people out there like myself who wear a mask. Wash his hands, do the hand sanitizer before and after every trip to the fucking grocery store. Same. I take 2,000 IU of vitamin D a day. I take all the multivitamins. I take my vitamin C. I'm doing exercising, try to keep my immunity healthy, my immune system healthy. And and then I just see people walking around like these 450-pound fat white women. Who don't stand a chance. I mean, they wouldn't stand a chance. They're riddled with diabetes. They're, they're holding a the fucking... <laughs> they got a goddamn breakfast it's, burrito on one hand, a cotton candy in the fucking <laughs> other. And no one's going, oh, she's got a thyroid problem. You know? No, so, I mean... No, It's the female version of Doug Christie. Rolling Chris, around. Chris Christie. Chris Christie. Yeah, you're going to end up in the Even in the he came out this week, week after his he hospital did. say and said, I was wrong. Wear a mask. God bless America. Can we just get Cheeto Jesus to do that one no, time? No, he's not going to do it. And fuck him. He was in Macon, Georgia yesterday uh, at, a, at a rally. And half the people aren't wearing masks. There's a fucking Republican uh, or a, a, I think it's a, a GOP senator or something crowd, some crowd surfing with no mask on. And, you know, and they're all chanting, uh, lock them up, lock her up, lock him up, lock, you know. And he's talking about the guys that are currently in office, perhaps? Because uh, that seems very likely. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> and also, didn't we already kill Herman Cain? Yeah. yeah uh, we yeah. did. We did. We just took about, and like, what, we just forget that? That was a few months ago, after a fucking rally. These people are so... Wow. They are so... I don't understand that level of... If well... He, that level of animosity towards your other your fellow human beings, you know, or towards any. And Trump also said, Trump said, if he loses, he's gonna he might have to move out of the country. Did, did we all clap? I laughed. Oh, don't make promises you can't keep. No shit, dude. I, I've got a list of countries he can move to. No, North, no. It starts with North Korea. <laughs> number two is Russia. Number three is North Korea. There number four go. is Russia. There you go. You take his fucking <laughs> orange. I wanted to do like a mashup of him and Rosie O'Donnell when they're both saying they're going to leave the country based on the election. Everybody says that stuff. Nobody's Fuck, there's more. You know, Tommy Lee of Motley Crue said that. He said, if Trump wins, I'm, I, I'll probably leave the country. Uh, you know, and, and I get strong feelings because we all get wrapped up in this. Uh, Dominic stopped by yesterday. The boys came to work out and they helped me finish cleaning up the I'm looking at yesterday. Panama, by the way. Okay. Okay, well, they cleaned up a lot of the malaria down there, so I think it's probably a little nicer than yeah. it used to be. Um, it's funny, my great great aunt um, actually sent me when I was a small child um, a little tiny um, I don't know, crocodile from mm-hmm. down by Panama. It was like uh, it had been killed and, and stuffed and you know I was, That was my first question. Was it was it alive? Or? No, no, no. And, and, and it, yeah, it was just like a little and, uh, and she had gotten that because her husband had been contracted to go down when they were building the Panama Canal. 
So they had to live down there in Panama for a while, and uh. she had saved that crocodile. And then when I was little, I guess I liked crocodiles, alligators. I mean, little kid stuff. Sure, you, know, you like, all you little those. kids like dinosaurs. Yeah, all that shit, yeah. So she had sent that to me. I think I still have it in my little keepsake box of kid stuff. So, um, but <clears throat> anyway, off, off target. I had to say Dominic and the boys came over, and Dominic mentioned to me, he said uh, he, was, he was watching something from New Zealand. All right, and, and and not the prime minister, but one of their other government agencies was answering some questions. Oh, I loved it! I Did saw you it, dude. See that? Yeah. Where he says, "Oh, you must have an American education." Yeah, and because, he was like, and he looked. He goes, he's like, "Here we have someone who believes the Earth is flat. We have two hundred twenty thousand people dead in the United States, and this guy's going to talk to me. And he, this this guy talked to me, believes the Earth is flat. And the guy said, uh, "Not today, sunshine. Not here, wrong place." No shit. I, you know what? I, that will make me stand up and cheer. The guy was, who looks in the camera and says, listen, you know, um, the, the earth's not flat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's like, uh, the guy was asking, so where's the proof? And the guy was like, huh? Are you fucking, where's the proof? Look, man, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the proof. My uncle's dead from this shit. Okay? That's proof enough for me. Right. So... It's almost insulting like that Sandy Hook thing, and I was so glad they finally started going after Alex Jones with yeah. lawsuits and everything else, and the fact that he's been kicked off of every platform Good. there is except F- for his him. website. Fuck that, dude. He's a fucking wreck now trying name. to play the fact that, well, I'm just crazy, and I'm also playing a character. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. You, you should have I'm some playing responsibility. A char- yeah, you're, he's yeah. playing a character, all right? Yeah, he's a fucking dickhead. That's his character. <laughs> dickhead character. Full on. So, you know, but just how insulting was it to those families that lost their children, little tiny children? you know, uh, in Sandy Hook. And then to have this guy come out and say they're just crisis actors, and then to have all the cuckoos that are out there and listen to the motherfucker start harassing these people and going to their town and yelling at them that they're just faking it. It's funny. I, I just, I, I, you know, you do that shit out west and we'll kill you. We will fucking shoot you if you come out here and, and talk shit like that. I think Sandy Hook might be a kinder, gentler part of the country oh, yeah. out here in the, in the in the far west. Yeah, we'll fucking well, we'll gun your ass. I mean, down. Arizona is the wild west to a we certain are, extent, man. man. Still is and always <laughs> will be. I mean, everybody's you know all these people moving to Texas for the freedoms. Fuck, they skip right over Arizona, man. Arizona is just as free as any goddamn state. We are, you know, and I had a lot of friends uh, up in Colorado, and you know how much I love Colorado. Yeah, I, mean, I, I love too. all of it, except man. for it's Cortez, Colorado. Fuck. Cortez, Colorado. It's in the southern part, right? Yeah. You know, it, it's too close to New Mexico. <laughs> it's like God stood on the border and said everything. I, never mind. I'm not, not going to do that yeah. to my peeps in New Mexico. But, yeah, Colorado, just uh, and the further north you go, just the better it gets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love uh, that Durango, um, Telluride. All the ski towns that are up in the mountains. Yeah. Fucking oh, gorgeous, gorgeous, dude. Gorgeous, I can't imagine yeah. what it must cost to actually live there. I, I don't. I probably don't. Well, uh, houses are expensive, especially in that area. They're very yeah. expensive. Yeah. But I, when you buy one, you get lots of land. That, that is definitely a different thing than I think a lot of people that move to Arizona and realize that you get a postage stamp for a lot around your house. Right. And because uh, I remember uh, uh, my sister had some neighbors and they all worked for uh, USAA. My sister works for them as well. And the guy had moved down here for work because they had that big USAA office up by Happy Valley. And uh, he said, yeah, we're working with the realtor. And we told him, you know, we'd like a few acres and blah, blah. And the guy just kind of laughed. He's a few acres? Yeah, a few acres. Where you, you like, live in? like Buckeye? In you know? Yeah. I could find you something in Black Canyon City, but, you know, right next door is going to be the meth factory. And mm-hmm. the other side, the guy's making bombs. No shit. So, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Cornville. Same difference. Same same you know, thing, yeah. It's just me- 
Meth City, USA. Small town meth. You know, we, we spent uh, a, a few weeks ago, we went up to Prescott for a few days. And, and i got to tell you, man, I really like Prescott. The architecture always blows me away, just yeah. how beautiful it is. Because it's almost like they took like a small town in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and they just plucked it, and they put it in yeah. Prescott. Yeah, it's the pretty front it's porches pretty cool. yeah, And beautiful. those little it's houses, beautiful. they're yeah. all custom built. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I was a little disappointed that... Uh, there's a lot of retired people that live up in Prescott, sure, too. You know, sure. And then they all rolled out for that big rally. Well, the kids were doing the BLM march, and all the old motherfuckers lined the streets and screamed obscenities at them when they're yeah. going by. I'm like, that's like the angriest Sun City. Yeah, no shit, sure, right? Yeah. What the fuck, Grandma? Fucking racist Sun City. Seriously. Everybody gets some Xanax up in this shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, um, I do have to uh, take a moment to give a shout-out to my buddy Ray. I was texting with him last night because, uh, you know, Ray was uh, was pretty upset about his Dodgers coming out, as they did in the series. They finally came out of the closet? And Yeah, I believe they have, and, and, they're, and, they're, and they're proud. They're All very right. proud. So the series is back to 3-3. Explains the uniform change. <laughs> it's just rainbows everywhere, right? <laughs> I told him, I said, well, you have to be rooting for the Rays over Houston. They named the MLB team after you, right? Right. Yeah, I get yeah. the Rays. Yeah. And he goes, well, technically it's a devil race. I'm like, well, they know you well, my friend. So that's it's perfect <laughs> They name. know you well. So <laughs> it's a respect, bro. And uh, he was like, well, I would like to see Houston get it just because if the Dodgers get there, I think they have some unfinished business. Business with the Astros, how they got screwed out of the playoffs a couple of years by the Astros cheating scandal, right? I mean, it wrecked careers. We've talked about this. Yeah, we have. Uh, yeah. It changed uh, the whole thing. And the fact that nobody took any punishment for that at all, you know, oh, sure, the manager and the GM got fired. Big fucking deal. Guess what? They're almost ready to be reinstated now because that year's up. Right. And um, they lost the first and second round draft pick for two years. Yeah, you know, big fucking deal. You have enough money, you can go sign guys and plug them in. You yeah. know, it just it it took nothing away. And here they are, playing in the uh, um, American League Championship Series, the year after the cheating scandal. So that just fucking chapped my ass. I was not happy about that. So it was great to see the Rays win last night. Yeah, and took them out in Game Seven. Pretty happy for that. And I do want to just you know let Ray know I am rooting for your Dodgers tonight. I am. I mean, I'm I like not. I like Atlanta. I think they're a great young team. It reminds me of like the '90s. You know, I had a shitty apartment over in Sunny Slope, and uh, I was so excited because the rent on that apartment was only two hundred bucks a month, and my utilities might have been fifty bucks a month. So that was like one week's were paycheck. The, were the for roaches me. extra, dude? It was like Joe's apartment over there. <laughs> it was like fucking roaches. And we had we had the bomb, but the problem was there's like four little apartments in this old World War II apartment complex in Slope. It's like sixteen fifteen West Mountain View. You know, uh-huh. totally shitty little part of town, and. Um, so it was me and my buddy uh, Gary had uh, apartment number two, and my buddy Jeff and his girlfriend had apartment number one, and uh, uh, me and my first wife had apartment number four. And so, um, you know, we're sitting there and basically living in a roach motel, and we'd say, you know, hey, listen, we got a bomb. We got to bomb this place. We get these roaches out of here. And we had a hell of a time getting this one weird dude, Rod, lived in apartment number three. Just a big boy, went through a divorce, working construction, so he... Li- he was living a lifestyle of the poor and unknown, just like the rest of us. And Rod didn't like bombing his apartment because you have to cover all your dishes and you have to wipe everything down when you're done. Poor I mean, guy. Yeah, I mean, but the problem was we'd bomb and all those damn roaches would run into Rod's apartment and they'd all creep on back. Yeah. You know, you'd be sitting there reading a book and you look over your shoulder, you got like two of them reading over your shoulder. Thanks, you Rod. You, I'm like, fuck, Rod, you got to do something different here. I lived in a trailer in Panama City, Florida. Boy, every good story starts just like that. <laughs> And I, I, uh, here's what's funny. Here's the real funny part. 
uh, when I moved in, I bombed it, you know, and there were, I swept right. up a pile of fucking roaches like you wouldn't believe. And it looked like popcorn all and over the floor. so, but, yeah, it was, I mean, I swept up a pile of roaches. It's probably uh, one foot wide and a foot tall. Thought I got them all, right? Yeah. So got everything cleaned up. Moved in. Fell asleep on the couch one uh, one Sunday afternoon watching TV. Woke up. Looked down. I was didn't have a shirt on. Looked down. There was a roach in my chest hair. Just hanging out. Just nesting. Just chilling. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. You know, roaches are gross. And then I'm over in Slope. And like I said, we had that apartment. There's this little tiny house that's on the property. You know, it's actually smaller than the apartments. I mean, the apartment is one large room that has, like, your living room and your and your kitchen, dining room, and one room. And then the bedroom is just as big as the rest of the apartment. And uh, and then we had oleanders along one side of the yard. So we had this common yard area, which was really cool because we set up a net. We played badminton and volleyball out there. We threw big parties. We threw a huge Halloween party. And um, Rod had one of the guys from his construction company drop a J. John off in the alleyway so people wouldn't have to come in the apartments and use the bathroom all the time. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so, and we had Christmas lights up through the, 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 the oleanders and stuff like that. But anyway, everybody had... Everybody had some kind of some kind of piece, some kind of pistol, and they had a big dog, right? So I had a nine and, and like a rusty uh, pit bull, you know, called Slayer. And uh, Gary had the the jeez, uh, what Gary have? Like the littlest guy had the forty five, and uh, also a Rottweiler, so the biggest dogs, right? So and the reason we had all that going on was, you know, the homeless people would come and try to crash out behind the apartments. You can't have that because right, if they come right. around, they're going to steal your shit, right? You're going to break in. So you get a call from, like, one of the other guys saying, hey, you know, we got a creeper trying to crash out out back. So synchronize your swatches at, like, 11.05. We're all going to step out back and chase them off, run them off. So, you know, so you know, you got three angry, long-haired dudes with big guns and big dogs stepping outside going, Coming hey, buddy, you. you can't sleep out here. Coming and at you. now they don't come back. If no. you do that, you have to have that show of force, right? So, I mean, there is a way to survive in, you know, a lower socioeconomic area. You just have to sure. be aware of your your location. So, you know, living there wasn't all bad, though. Like I said, it was it was a small group of people, and we all knew each other, and we had lots of friends that would come by and hang out. And we had parties and, you know, the keg parties and, and what have you, or volleyball, badminton tournaments, and, you know, we, everybody'd smoke out and play John Madden on the old Sega Genesis system. And we'd just all Jesus. get together in each other's apartments. We'd do tournaments and stuff like that. That's you had to funny. pick your team and play through to the Super Bowl and stuff like that. So just stupid shit. Just watching the Star Trek Next Generation every week, you know, everybody together. Dude, I pulled up. Um, let me hold on. So I pulled up yesterday. I was going to watch the fights last night on ESPN Plus, okay. right? Uh, or Brian Ortega was fighting the Korean zombie. Um, and I was like, I, so I loaded up ESPN Plus, <coughs> which is an app on my iPad. Sure. And the first thing it asked me when I logged in was, uh, would you like to uh, upload your fantasy team so you can keep live stats? And I said, fuck you. <laughs> why are you going to eyeball me like that? You just Why do I have here. to? Why, why is it assumed that I play fantasy football. Uh, well, because I'm white. It's also assumed I'm a Trump supporter because I'm white and I have a, a red beard. So Maybe your phone had like a nerd alert. And Jesus like, Christ. Have dude. you seen yourself? I'm like, no, motherfucker. I'm trying to watch the fights and then I'm going to go watch Star Trek. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> I was going to say, in your office, you have like the schematics to... Don't you have the Enterprise? I have and the Enterprise and the Millennium Falcon. And the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Okay, so why are you that offended by the assumption of fantasy sports? I don't like fantasy sports. It's, it's just I, a 
Join a nerd herd, Mike. Just, right. I, I, I don't have time. So back into the slope, right? So no, that's not, that's not true. I do have time. I just don't want to do, do it. Don't want to do it. There are days where Let I don't want to do it. Let me be completely honest. Way. I just don't want to do it. I don't spend way too other, much time. Well, there's other I shouldn't things, get into the stock there's other things <laughs> I'd rather do. Well, sure. You know? If you make that reference again about all my fantasies don't involve other men, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad at you, Mike. <laughs> so, we had Mike in the shower.com comp on Facebook the other day. This old post from like at and least looking, a year I'm ago. Looking at, yes, from exactly one and, year ago. And we had that uh, shower they built outside. Um, what was it called? Something fitness. Um, it was Rebel Fitness. Rebel Fitness, right? Yeah. So they 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 jury rid this little shower with the hose and stuff. So for you know because at the old gym we had a shower we and didn't so people who that. I installed that. Oh, you had a guy come by. It was me and one of my uh, one of my employees. We actually put that thing in. All right, well, you know what? Initially, I was thinking probably like Jovan just took a garden hose. No, that, thing, like was a shower that head thing was built right. And hung a, hung a bracket off the side of the right. building. Sorry. Okay, you know, and that was it. So you had to prove your point. So it's Mike is, uh, is hosing off after a workout, right? <laughs> and I start filming him, and he doesn't realize. And he looks back, and you can hear you on the video going, Hey, are you filming this? And I'm like, You know, I am. And he starts doing, I don't know, like some sort of stripper dance yeah. underneath the shower. That's right. And we're Flash all, dance, baby. <laughs> we all started laughing, so I kind of panned. I got Coach Jess. Jovan had a little baby bear. Yeah. God, he was just born. He was he so was tiny. He was just born. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, and then I panned back to Mike, and you're doing that dance again. And I'm like, MikeInTheShower.com, you know? Yeah. Uh, low monthly fee. He'll pay you to watch. No, and, I uh, won't. <laughs> You'll pay me. Yeah, I was, it's funny. I was looking at that video again this morning. Um and I was like, I can't believe how much weight I've lost between then and... Dude, didn't you just hit your target weight? I mean, yeah. you've been working on this for the whole year. I mean, you've well, actually, gone so through we've these... been on the We've been on the this particular paleo diet for two and a half months. Okay. And I think when I started, I was 223. And I was still... I mean, 223 was still lighter than I was last year. I was 235 last year. See, I'm just always amazed that you can run it up to like 230 and still move around. Like, yeah. you're like my brother. He can carry some extra weight, yeah. and I can't tell. It's going to be like the shoulders or something like that. I don't know. Well, it ain't my knees, I can tell you that. Um, um, but that was a goal for you. You were yeah, like, I, I wanted to lose a bunch of weight because I wanted to take the impact off my knees, and um, mm-hmm. this morning I was 205. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, which is... Um, right on. So now I've moved my target weight down to, I think I'm going to try to get down to 195 is going to be my target weight. And that should get rid of any little bit of body fat I have left. See, I think I probably moved best right at 195. I'm floating right at 200 right now. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not complaining, you know, because I ran, I run, if I run up to 220, I feel like a fucking fat slug. I can't move for shit. When I was 230, it sits all in my gut. I Here's what's even worse. When yeah, I was because I had the when CPAP I was, machine when I, yeah. when I was fat like that, yeah. and and then well, yeah, I had the sinus surgery, so I don't have to use my CPAP machine right. anymore. Uh, but yeah, absolutely, you carry that weight to cause all kinds of bad health things. Well, the thing is, is that so when I was uh, bodybuilding, um, you know, when I was in my mid forties, um, I think up to the time I was forty six, I was really into bodybuilding. Sure, and then old meathead. Yeah, I was, but I at one point I was like 245 pounds, juice to the gills. Yeah, because we all buy huge. into that. You have to carry the weight to move the weight, right? Yeah, right. So you want to be big. Well, I was squatting. Plus. I was squatting 405, deadlifting 450. Jesus. I mean, I was, I was fucking. You know, I was. Tear. I had That's no. Crazy. I was. Oh Jesus Christ! My shoulders are tore up. My knees are fucked up. My my back still hurts. Um, there's there's nothing. 
We talked about this. We all end up with that kind of body image issue when yeah. you throw yourself into that. You're never big enough. You always feel like you're looking small that day. And yep. so you go tear it up even harder. Yep. Like, jeez, uh, what were you doing? You were doing that uh, dumbbell thing where you'd work your way up the rack and just keep grabbing heavier I, and heavier weights. Yeah, start totally start, with, burned the, out start with the 35s yep. and go all the way up to the – well, when I was so when I was doing when, like single arm bent over rows, mm-hmm. I would start with the 45s and go all the way up to the 150s. Just lean over the, the dumbbell yeah. rack? Yeah. See, and go Brandon all the way up to the 150s, man. when he was man. over at uh, Metroplex. Yeah. So yeah. he's like a younger version of you. Yeah. Um, I was fucking – I it was – I mean, I was – you know, I've never been a huge bench presser, but I think I was benching like 350, something like that, you know? Dude, Jesus. If I can run it up around 250 for one, yeah. I feel like I'm a fucking beast. I'm like, I'm never going to get 300 on that bar for one bench. Well, benching is all, has always been a problem with me because of my, uh, even even when with good form, pinching my shoulder blades and, and, and all Put, that. Pushing your feet I, it, through it, the floor. Yeah, it's still, you know, I arch. still uh, felt it in my delts more than I did my chest mm-hmm. and my front delts, and that would hurt. But, you know, when you're... When you're in, when you're in it, you're in it, right? You're doing. Right. I mean, I was doing shoulder presses. There can be no fear, John, I and was you're doing, surrounded by other people that are just rooting you on and doing the same shit. I was one rep in three seventy five shoulder press. Get the fuck out of here! I swear to God, dude, really? I had fucking ham hocks on each side of my fucking body. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. No, I was, I've seen the pictures, my, dude. Like you were like a necklace blunder. It was, and my around, wife, man. my wife hated it. She's like, you. She's like, you're giant. You snore like crazy, and you're red all the time. You know, like, like you look like a big fucking veiny yeah. hot dog. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, I do notice that over at the uh, men's health clinic, all the dudes look yeah. a little red. But now, you know, I'm 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 a lot thinner. I feel better. Um, if I can get down to that 195 mark, and it's for me, it's all about, um, you know, I can't do anything about from the neck up, but I can have I can still get that Brad Pitt body from the neck down. Right. We're gonna be the neck downs. Yeah, that's yeah. My buddy Jim calls himself. Nothing, that. Nothing, he works for the yeah. district and facilities. And you know, I'm a neck down. So. Nothing I can do about from the neck. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because my wife got reading me, going. My wife got, on, my wife's got me doing the. Um, she has this micro uh, like um, face thing that you use. It's like a bunch of little micro needles that like do the. She uses and she st- and she used it. All. I was laying on the couch with her one day and she was doing it on her face and she just started doing it on my face. And she's like, "This is good for your wrinkles." And I'm like, really? So I started doing that shit. I'm doing it every other day, man. I'm trying to get rid of the crow's feet. I'm trying to get rid of the fucking forehead. Mike, you're putting that on your balls, aren't you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, my balls just sucked up inside me saying, you thinking that, man. <laughs> saying that, man. I'm like, I wouldn't put that. No, but I'm telling you. So, it, But it, it's interesting. So you do it. Then you put your moisturizer on. Now I sound like a complete yeah, fucking idiot. I'm going to go metrosexual on you. But, doing but, that, so. but, you know, hey, look, man. No, you know, and it's funny because, you know, you get older and the ladies all in the I can't the wear makeup. And stuff like that. Right. No, we right. can't. No, that's true. I mean, I can, but I won't. Well, you know, and, and I work in a school, so it's going to be mostly women. And, right, uh, women and children, and uh, and women are and then, so and women, women are more aware of that kind of thing, and they they're aware of the different products, and you know they constantly give me advice like you know hey you need some moisturizer on your face, moisturizer hey, you your need face. To, you know blah blah. I, I don't know, I don't take it as a bad way. They're not like talk to me like I'm one of the girls. They're just like you know hey you know this stuff really works and you should do that it and does help. it'll pay off as you get a little bit older. And you right. know we we are in the desert in Phoenix, Arizona, yeah. so we all will end up looking like a. The belt, other thing is that a I leather got this, belt I have as we get older. Fucking spot on my ear oh that i've got it's pre-cancer i gotta go get it removed i had one on my nose a couple years ago i had to get it removed they're just gonna come at you with a little hole punch just take it out i don't take care it right it's out. all good man yeah. i don't care 
Um, you know, it's an ear. Well, take it Van off. Van Gogh didn't have one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they took one off cancerous. my nose. They 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 froze it off off my nose. But that's all those years of you know pounding the pavement in the car wash, man. Uh, not yeah. wearing sunscreen when you're outside a lot. Yeah, I did that like in construction too. That's, that's you know? twenty years of being outside on my. And that's the other thing is that you do need to go see a dermatologist. And you know, men are the worst for going and seeing a doctor. Yeah, we I've talked couple, about this. I got a couple moles probably need to be checked so, out. You know, you you should go and see your doctor for your annual physical. You should be getting your blood work done and just like the car comes with your truck comes with an owner's manual your body does too so every you know hey 50,000 miles you're supposed to have a certain amount of work done right they're supposed to check your shit right and the other thing too i mean you know uh, you know, if, if your doctor's seeing some stuff, whether it's moles or discoloration, you got to go see a dermatologist, yeah. and they can check that, and they know what they're looking at. Yep. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. I don't know whether this is supposed to be there or not there. Am I getting just little spots because I'm getting older, or is that something that's got to be addressed? you got to go see a professional. Drop your copay and do the right and thing. And here's the thing. Men is don't that do that. Even uh, There's a, a Sonoran Quest Laboratories. I'm going to um, – you can just – go online to book an appointment and choose what blood test you want done yeah and you just go and pay for it and you get your blood work done without going to see a doctor and then if you you take your blood work results Mm -hmm. and you and you compare them to or you either send them to your doctor or you do what i do and i just google each thing and say what's what's the optimum you know google what's the optimum uh range for these particular whatever and you know cholesterol or HDL, LDL, whatever. Sure, I've done the and, same thing. And and then look and go, okay, well, count. I need to work on this. And, and that's the other thing about this paleo diet is that uh, we eat a lot of chicken and fish mm-hmm. and a lot of vegetables. And I'm quite, I can't wait to get my cholesterol checked and see what it is because my cholesterol last time I got it checked about a year ago was borderline, like mm-hmm. borderline high. Mm-hmm. Um, and my um, and I was high. I had hypertension because my this. And again, I, I attribute this to my diet. Dude, I'm way. borderline hypertension, and I've always had low blood pressure. And I can't help but think it's probably about going back into school, and all the other shit that's, that's going not on. Hypertension. That's called a tension headache. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, so. I'm. I, we are monitoring that right now. I haven't had to take any medication for it, but um, I'm real conscious of uh, salt content, sodium content, and everything. Yeah. I'm trying to do a little more cardio right now. Yeah. Trying to get some more sleep at night. Um, you know, trying to stay hydrated. Yep. You know, all those little things. You see me with my big half gallon. I drink two of those a day. Yeah, it's bigger than your fucking head. You should put a little cap on it so it looks like you. Be like a little mini mic. There you go. Just put the cap on it. it. That's awesome. You look like some little Scottish guys. You like my hat? My boss is going? Dude, that is awesome. First thing I noticed, I'm like, Mike's rocking the cap today. Yeah. We we should go out to the course. We'll just blend right in. We need some (laughs) knickers. I, I, uh, somehow this shit ended up on my Instagram feed. Um, this Boston Scally, and I got this one because it's called, it's like an athletic trainer, so it, it, it dries, the material is like really, uh. It's like a dry fit material? Yeah, it won't, it won't it stain, the, sweat stain. Oh, that's so, nice, dude. But I like it. I we like never it. had that with caps when we were younger. I think it's your a cool favorite cap, so it's get a duck bill. Stains. It's a duck bill cap. It's, look, I'm Irish. I look Irish as fuck in you it. You do. Fucking leprechaun. That's okay. I don't care, man. Five pound fucking leprechaun. You find me in, I walk down the street in Boston, people think I live there. You're like a man-sized Josh Herrera. Uh, Wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Josh. Sorry. He just he came to mind right there because he's got that red hair. And it's just, it was always funny. I saw Josh not that Speaking long of short ago. guys, I met with Vinny last week. <laughs> Which one? Vinny Valdez. Okay, yeah. Yeah, him and I, not your brother, Vinny. Yeah. Even though he's short, too. But it just comes with. But uh, yeah, Vinny, uh, Vinny so, short so Vinny and I have been friends through this podcast and through 
Um, yeah, his uh, 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 if you happen to give a yeah, podcast. watch his podcast and uh, but we've never actually we never actually physically met until last week. You got to be kidding no. me! Really, all those years in the gym? Oh, that's right, because you yeah. would come to the five thirty, dirty, dirty in the morning, right? And Vinny was an evening guy, right? And he would coach only in the evenings, and he was yeah. usually the power lifters or strongman. Strongman, yeah. yeah. But I, I, um, I met him over at the car wash. He came over and got a car wash, and mm-hmm. and uh, he's yeah, like, he really likes your place. He yeah, gives you a lot he, of props. He, on yeah, I, media. I, uh, I comped him a car wash. He tipped the guys twenty bucks, which is fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, dude, him and I sat there when and talked for like that guy half a ride an hour. Someplace and the dude hurled in yeah. his fucking vehicle. Yeah, and you know, and it's so, so funny because Vinny just likes to talk about what a huge asshole he is. Yeah, and yet when push comes to shove and he he's sees somebody in need, nice he steps up. Yeah, and he'll like, you know, some poor dude, you know, walking someplace and it's 115 in the shade, and Vinny will just give him a ride someplace, and then fucker hurls in his vehicle. And remember, he was messaging you and I, going, "Hey, Mikey." Where's yeah. that car wash? Yeah. At? Where's that car hey, wash? Man, at? I need to get this shit I, out of my ride right now. It's and, funny. He he, uh, and he. I think he tipped the guys who got the puke out of the vehicle like two hundred. But you can tell Vinny's been going hard into paint for the last six months because he he looks good, man. He's dropped a lot of weight, dude. He is. His cardio is off the charts yeah. right now. Here's a power lifter guy. Yeah. Who hated cardio. His cardio was lift weights faster. Right. You know, that old school thing. Yeah. And now dude is running. He's got his, what do you call it, the uh, poor man Peloton in yep. the storage unit. Yep. And, you know, like I said, it's 115 degrees out. And uh, Vinny's like in a storage unit facility yeah. on his fucking poor man's Peloton mm-hmm. just put in the miles when all the gyms were closed. I mean, obviously yeah. now gyms are, are open. And, uh, and Vinny's like doing uh, MMA training too now. He is. He is. And, and you know what? Good on him because he, he, looks, he looks healthy. So, yes, I, you know, and, and, and that really is the goal for all of us. He's been after me, like, hey, Morano, you know, you're going to get out here and do the MMA. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm a little old, I think, for jumping in MMA. And, you know, and if there's one skill I never really developed when I was younger in fighting, uh, I, I'm not very good at ducking. Yeah. So I tend to eat a lot of headshots, which, you know, on the positive side, it pisses me off, and then I just get angry. And now I'm going to snatch you up and do bad things to you. Uh, on the negative side, you are getting punched in your head. <laughs> well, you know what? So you could either. do you could do like a Muay Thai um, Muay Thai lessons or something like that. I don't want anybody punching me in the face. You're not going to get hit. It's it's all technique, and I'm telling you. But that's probably one of the best cardio workouts you'll ever. If you want a yeah, real cardio Mike workout, did that. go to he, a fucking rest. Go learn to wrestle. You know, Mike, you want cardio? Cousin Mike God. got into judo, right? Because he's having um, some hard things, and he's a cop back in Cleveland. And they're like, you know, hey, you know, the heavy lifting is way too much stress on, on the ticker for you. We don't want you doing that anymore. Right. So Mike got back into judo. So, you know, they call Mike Herm the germ because his, his, he has this unnaturally large noggin. Like it's twice as big as like my head. And when he was little, he still had that same size head. And we used to just push him over because you're pushed on his head, he'd fall down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bobblehead. I'm sorry, cousin Mike. I'm really sorry I did that. Plus, now he's a, he grew into his head. So he's a giant man, oh, right? Okay. And so, you know, that guy touches the weight. He gets really good results. He's just a ripped giant man. Uh, but when they said, hey, no more for you with the weights, he got into judo, and he's got his boys and his little girl in the judo. And so they're all out there. You can They go to, like, tournaments and stuff like that, and the whole family's in their, their gear. And I'm like, yeah, it just does my heart good. Yeah. But also, he's like, you know, listen – it's really, we want to de-escalate every situation when you're serving as a police officer. You don't want to get to the point where you have to make a life and death decision. If you can get people to calm it down and we can have a conversation and we get this resolved, that's always the goal. So I totally respect my cousin. Uh, you know, he's a, I mean, he's a great cop. He's an even better person. Uh, but also he said, you know, hey, if we do get to that point, I want to be able to put hands on somebody and submit them. And yeah, judo allows yeah. me to do that. Because remember that guy that... 
was drunk and passed out in that drive-thru. And they had him pulled through yes. the park, right? Yes. And then they decided they're going to take him to jail. And, you know, in retrospect, I can kind of see where they didn't want to cut him loose in case he came back and drove drunk. Because, you know, I mean, probably legally that's the right call. Uh, morally, that's probably the right call. And really liability-wise for the sure, police, probably absolutely. the right call. I get it. Well, he decides he doesn't want to be arrested because he thought he was just going to be able to walk to his sister's place. So he starts wrestling with those cops, right? And they take out the tasers. And that dude just fucking flung those two cops like they were rad dolls. Yeah. And... and they chase him down because he's got their taser. He's trying to fire back at him, dude. They fucking just they shot and killed that guy. Unloaded. Yeah. They unloaded. They unloaded their weapons on that yeah. dude. How many times did they get him? Like thirteen times. You know, to me, the whole reason that was is they got shamed. That one it, drunk yeah. black dude took those two police officers and flung them. And to me, I'm like, here's, I think if you're a cop, you need to keep yourself in some shape, put down the donuts, and get yourself into a judo gym, an MMA gym, or something. Because if push comes to shove i want the cops to be able to win yeah here's my thought about that if they would have um you know i you don't want that guy on the streets but if they would have stood there with him until someone came and got him and then just wrote him a citation to show up in court you Mm -hmm. know um it would have never got to there it would have never got to there. Right. They could have given the keys to his sister. Yep. And listen, if he makes any attempt to come back here, you got to call us. Right. You know? I, right. I think there's still room in the world to make those kind of choices. There should be. When you're I mean, policing. there should be. When you, when, you're, when, you, when you have that much responsibility, you have to be able to read a situation and, and then make adjustments during, while you're in the situation. And if they would have said, look, if they would have said, look uh, we're going to call your sister. She's going to come down and get you. Um, you know, we're going to write you a citation for, for, you know, for this. Look, right. You know, drunk in public right. or whatever. I mean, I mean, look, during you know, during the COVID thing, I mean, you have you noticed that like cops aren't pulling people over right now? They haven't been for a few months. They're, they're just unless you're literally doing something stupid, they're just not pulling you over. It really is more like a, if you are a safety threat to right. others, yeah. now we're going to do it. This isn't just yeah. a, you know, and maybe they uh, eased off. I always thought it was kind of rough um, for the friends I had that are officers, that part of their evaluation is a certain number of tickets that they write during that evaluation period. And I'm like, there shouldn't be a minimum. There shouldn't be a That's fucking a, quota. For yeah, you gen- can't but do see, that to those guys. They're generating you, revenue. They're try- so the city's uh, like, I need you to generate revenue. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You know? so, it is. But, know. yeah, that's just. How much revenue have you generated for your city this month is, and when, when they're evaled. That's and it's, not it's, the purpose that's, of policing. It's not. And, and it's never not. was. It I never was and stupid. it never should be. Well, that's when you get the bean counters making policy yeah. rather than people who actually understand yeah. policing. Speaking of uh, policy, mm-hmm. um, it's funny. Um, before you posted about the school board members for election. Yeah, and I started off with just Deer Valley because yeah, but, uh, that's obviously where I work. And, right. You know. So before you posted that, I actually had to go through, and we actually, me and Lisa, pulled up each person's name and went through their bios and right. and some of the decisions they've made. I'm glad you did that. I it, think it's a hard thing for people when they're filling out their ballot. Yeah, because people are just local marking school shit. board yeah. election. It's like, who the yeah. fuck are these people? So, but Cause it's, it's funny not because they have like letters next to their name. It's right, not a party, it's, it's a non-party affiliation. Right. So, what's funny though is that our decisions completely coincided with your recommendations. I don't think that was after a hard our, call after in our research Valley this year, dude. Yeah. Well, because you have three people that are just good and decent people, right. and and I and I'll be real honest with you, like, um, you know, um, uh, Jenny Paperman mm-hmm. is probably. Uh, on the Democratic side, and I don't know 
that you know how left leaning she might be and uh, I can tell you that uh, Melody Holohan Copas her and her husband Jay fantastic people work with Melody over at Bel Air and her husband's been a teacher and an administrator in Deer Valley and um, you know I know them to be conservatives you know um, but again I don't consider them to be you know right-wing nuts or anything like that it's kind of a centrist right so and then uh, Ann Ordway is kind of really very much in the middle, but has always been a huge advocate for teachers. So mm-hmm. I think all three of those candidates, regardless of what their political stripe might be, uh, have some skin in the game and have proven over the course of their lifetime that the, they, they're some solid citizens. So I, I feel very confident in recommending all three of them. You know, I've met all of them in person, and, uh, you know, I, I think that's the right call. Well, and then you've got the fourth one that's running. There's three spots. And there's four people running. And Kim Fisher used to be on our school board. Yeah. And to say that she's a little cuckoo would be a huge understatement. She yeah, I didn't vote for her. Dude, she is just off. I remember being at a board meeting, right? And it was, you know, back in the early days of Red Fred, and we were talking about budgets and stuff like that. So we'd all show up wearing our red shirts and stuff like that just to, you know, let the board know, hey, we're paying attention to the right, choices right. you're making with the money right now. And I had, you know, I had to go hit the pisser. But they have, like, speakers through the building, so you can still hear the board members talking while you're in there and so kim fisher's talking and uh she starts going off on the mandarin chinese program that they have up in the anthem area uh i know gavilon peak has a mandarin uh immersion program why is that a problem kim fisher was trying to tell everybody that this was an attempt by the chinese communist government to infiltrate our society oh she's and that's why we're sending those people i'm like you've got to be kidding me. People like that don't belong in, in, on in any board. On any board. On any board. No, yeah. you are not in charge. And then um, there was a guy, uh, Odd Oda. Yeah. And, um, you know, great teacher, you know, but he is a, a Muslim man. And uh, he dared to say something to her on social media. And I think it was on her Twitter account. And she has her Twitter, it was at least in the past, set up, and she puts on there that she's a board member. Right. right That's right. part of the handle that she has. And she went off on him. And uh, to say that the remarks were inflammatory, I mean, she goes off on him for being uh, a Muslim. Uh, she goes off on him for being anti-American. She's you know, works on the assumption, you know, you just hate Trump, and, and anything you say to me is meaningless because you're a piece of shit. It just goes on and on and so on. So what you're saying is I should... I should Pull up Kim Fisher's Twitter and start having fun with it. <laughs> well, and we were all kind of shocked because, like, if you're working in an official capacity as a board member for the second largest district in the state, uh, you have a responsibility to be very professional with that. We talked about Joe Rogan, you know, that, that you know, hey, you're not some little podcast anymore. Right. You have a responsibility now. Yeah. To be very careful in what you put out there because people are listening to that. And, uh, you know, and, and she is responsible for making that fucking guy, and decisions. So and here's the other thing about She's I'm, totally out of line. So yeah. she did pay the price for it in the last elections and she was voted out. Yeah. And now, uh, apparently, we did not put the stake through the heart of the vampire. So therefore, she has come back. Hopefully this year's the last one. And, oh, and God, here's, so. here's, so here's, here's something that about voting that my wife and I, the last time we voted um, and then this time, is the judges. You get a whole sheet full of superior judges, superior court judges, and, and then on down the list. Right. There yeah, is, Arizona is one of the few states that does that. Dude, there, there is. There, so, so on the superior court judges, we actually took the time to go through and 
because I I wanted to see who they we vetted we wanted to see who they were appointed I do the same appointed by you know what their uh, case records are things like that so we do the brewer right way back from the Palatano so anybody that was what's uh, the record on the anybody that was put in by Jan Brewer got a no period (laughs) Um, because we all know she's batshit crazy any that's so funny I was I went to her house was in high school. She was on a ticket with Senator Bill Davis back when she was a representative, uh-huh. and I was a young Republican. I worked for the Republicans in '84, Reagan Bush bringing America back. Oh yeah, and so I actually went to Brewer's house. All she right, family ties. Hills. And uh, yeah, dude, I still wanted to be Alex P. Keating when yeah. I was a kid. Who didn't? I threatened to uh, to put a picture of Nixon on my bedside yeah, table. Yeah, that's my funny. Liberal father from Cleveland was like, "I will beat your ass." <laughs> yeah, do it. Oh, he, Nixon here. You, you got a picture of Nixon going up down your throat. <laughs> You know what's funny? What's funny that. is is I don't understand. So, how many people in reality are going through and doing what Lisa and I did? Now, you I'm, can if you do mail-in voting because you have the time right. to get the phones out, to get right. the laptop out, and to look thing. up the individual but here's, people. And they also have the pamphlet that comes out that shows what their um, judicial review is right. by their peers and also by the board that oversees them. Now. I think there are a ton of other states that do this differently, and it's not required to be on a ballot. And I really think that that should be a thing where you have a, an empowered review panel, and if a judge is really not responding exactly, there is fifty fucking names on that list, the and there is no way the voters. there's no way I have I can sit there for nine hours and go through every no, you're single either voting judge. All yes, or you're voting no. And I don't. Right. We've only removed one judge in the history of that, that in my lifetime that I remember. And it, it, sadly, it was the guy that got caught having weed mailed to his house. Now yeah. that alone would not make me vote against the dude because I don't care if he smokes out. But the fact that he was having weed delivered to his house, but he was still convicting people and sending them to jail for weed offenses—that's a problem. That is a fucking problem, bro. And the same thing when you get these guys getting kickbacks to send people to private prisons. You know, again, right. uh, generating revenue and getting a kickback. We need to be aware of our judges, but I think that there are different mechanisms as a part of government that would be better to do that rather than leaving it to the voters. Because right. you're right. N- very few people, Mike, are going to do what you and Lisa did and go through and do the research on those judges. Yeah. I, I, I actually, the way I handled it this year was I did a little bit of research, and I started my research with the pamphlet that showed the judicial reviews. And then anybody who got even, like, one vote where they're, like, not qualified to continue, I looked them up, and then I voted yes or no on just those ones. Right. And the other ones I didn't have an opinion on, I just left a blank. So that's what we did. I don't, I don't that's what to, we did. You we, need the ones of the that we from me yeah. to keep your job. Right. The ones that we um, didn't look up, we left blank. It, it just didn't seem like... Um, Two things. It's it's so labor intensive. It is. It made that ballot so much longer. Right. I mean, it's overwhelming. And, and two, yeah. it's hard enough to go. Even though there wasn't that many uh, props this year, it's still hard enough to go through and, and There's only like actually four props. Yeah, but you have to go through. You really have to go through and. and we had the weed one. Yeah, we had the that's prop a big yes. That was a big you know, yes. Yeah, it really was, and I'm glad uh, your question forced me to do the research about prop two weight, which yeah. I'm glad I did because you know. Um, that question came up to me a lot on Facebook, people, or even just on text message. People were texting me going, hey, Morano, how I vote on this and why. I can't and I was able to actually yeah, get information. And I put out the Deer Valley school board information. And my buddy Bill uh, Deemer, that, you know, God, I've known since high school. And he's from Cleveland. So, you know, we're Browns fans, you know. 
and there's very few and far between with the Browns fans. And so uh, Deemer's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm in your district. We, we start chatting on Facebook, and I realize, oh, no, dude, you're in the Liberty High School region. You're definitely Peoria. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, that's dumb of me. And I'm like, no, it's not dumb of you. And I said, give me a, a minute. I'm going to text some people I know that work in Peoria is either teachers or as principals. And let me see what the scoop is. Right. Uh, who do they want to, to be on their board? And I was able to make a second post just about the Peoria board right. based on that information. And next thing I know, I got somebody going, hey, I saw your post about Deer Valley and Peoria. What, what's up with Washington? I'm see? in Washington. And I'm like, God damn, I'm going to have to make like my own, I don't know, Facebook page during the elections just to advise people on school board. And the Washington one was a little bit harder because there's really one candidate that stood out above all the other ones. And then they're pretty... Do you Nobody's expect any blowback, though, from, from putting that stuff out? It, interesting to me because that thought did occur to me because I know Kim Fisher has people in her campaign that monitor social media. Right. And if she comes up on something, uh, they will actually come and attack you on your social media. Come on. But, uh, you know, I'm a grown-ass man, so, uh, yeah. and also. Bring it on. Don't attack me on social media. Let's talk face-to-face. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about any of it. Yeah, not, trust me. Not at this I point. Know. I'm pretty... I'm pretty well anchored after yeah. 23 years and a couple Teacher of the Year awards and the fact that we have 6,572 unfilled teacher positions in the state of Arizona. So, uh, oh. You don't want to make it 6,573. Speaking yeah. of 20 years, Monday, my wife and I, we met 20 years ago. No. Yep. Really? Yep. That's exciting. Now, how long after that did you guys uh, tie up? It's our 18th anniversary. 18th? Yeah. Wow, dude. All right. What do you, what do you get for your 20th? I mean, I always joke around with my siblings. I'm like, you know, at this point, I'm never going to be married consecutively for like 20 years. But I figure if I add up all my marriages together, I might get there. Yeah. You know, now it's like a math question. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. So we met in 2001. <laughs> we got married in 2003. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, my, uh, tomorrow. It's a big big anniversary. So we're we're going to go celebrate it next week somewhere. Dude, that's awesome. For a couple that's days. But um, it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty damn awesome. Last night, was, well, last I, night I was I, teasing Lisa. I'm like, "How how long have we been married?" She's like, "She's like, uh, she's like, she's like, well, it'll be 18 years." I'm like, 18 years, 18 years." Oh, come on, Mike. And I, she's oh, like, on, "Well, no. don't say it like that." And I'm like, oh, "I'm just kidding," you know. <laughs> I thought she would say too long. We've been she married might, too she long. Might, Wasn't she digging a hole weeks. in the backyard at one point? A few weeks ago she was, and, uh, yeah. You know, she was ready to bury my ass. You're taking a dirt bath, Mike, if you don't um, get together? Yeah. yeah. I, she was going all kinds of Italian on you. Yeah. I well, no, gonna, she. I have often said, and I'll say it again, she is a saint. So She is a saint. I mean, look, she's, look we, we met, and, you know, she spent the first five years of our relationship raising me and the two other boys. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and. And now it's it's uh, as men we do take a lot longer. I always think of like we men really are like do, man. you know uh, for all the younger ladies out there, don't be too frustrated with the young men you're seeing because uh, I mean we're like big dogs. Yeah, like you know you know how a lab first couple of years just tears shit up, digs holes everywhere, <laughs> yeah, and, pisses you know, on everything, pisses on everything, and just a total pain in the ass and just not disciplined at all. Uh, that's a man until he's probably the better part of the way to being 30 yeah <laughs> and it's different for different people but you know i mean once we hit our stride i think you know we're like that big dog and when they get older because the lab is like the very best dog after they get pat through that puppy face yeah even i'm still you know changing and growing and trying to do better um you know i fucked up a couple weeks ago um, made a couple mistakes but you know i'm i'm trying to figure out how to not with my wife but uh, in another area but um 
but I'm trying to figure out how to maneuver that. Um, you know, I, I need to stick to my guns, but I, I need to be somehow softer about it. And I got to, I'm still trying to figure it out, but trying to find your balance. I'm trying to find a balance in that situation. Um, and then the other thing all figured out by 50 when Jesus Christ, the more, the older I get, the less I know, bro. It's just, it's, it's something else kind of like, uh, I don't know. Uh, tips the balances. I, I and then don't have to work to get it back into balance again because yeah. you know everything evolves all the time. I mean your relationships with you know your wife and your kids as time goes on evolves. I mean you know obviously the relationship is very different when they're children, right? And then when they move into teens and they're in total pain in the ass for years and you're stupid, and then suddenly they grow out of that, and then suddenly you get smart again, and then as time goes on again, now it's an adult relationship that you have with your kids and that has to evolve too and it's not always easy because i know as like uh, uh, as the older man with me and my son there's plenty of times i just want to say what the fuck are you doing yeah what did you just say to me and uh i I had to fucking bite my own tongue off in my head because i'm like it's not for me to say that to him he's gonna figure out his own shit the way he figures it out yeah and and i so i so in this i know me and i know how i do things so I'll create a, if I'm unhappy about something with someone that I care about deeply, I won't go right at them with that problem. I will create a scenario where I'm mad about something else Uh and start bitching about that. And then then, uh, if I even do, I'll just pick a fight because I'm pissed about something, but I don't want to engage in it because I don't want to... Yeah, uh, hurt their feelings, but avoidance there. but I'll just but then I'll just pick a fight about some bullshit, and and then eventually maybe get to the point to where you know I'm. Um, you know, those are learned coping mechanisms. Was that the way it was when you were a kid? Did your family kind of do that kind of thing? Or I think I I probably so. And, uh, yeah, but I'm you know, it's wrong. it's it, and it also one of the things I'm really aware of is um um I have I. I have ten narcissistic tendencies, and so I have. I'm and I'm incredibly aware of that. So I, I'm learning more and more every day to not have that train of thought, not let that be my that narcissism be my your uh, guiding my force. guiding light. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know my I get uh, that. my as the world turns, so to speak. You know, I have to, you know, because some I'll just say it's all. You know, sometimes I'm like me, 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 me. Um, but, and sometimes I'm right when I say me, but most of the time I'm not. And I have to learn (sighs) to, I have to learn that. To know when is which. Well, I'm not, I I have to not have the line of thought that, that I'm here for me. I'm cause I'm not on this planet for me. I'm, I'm on this planet for other people. Uh, sometimes I just, sometimes I just forget that and I fuck up and you know, it's it's a it's it's a bitter pill to swallow, and it's hard to come back from, especially when it's someone that's close to you. Well, and let's face it, I don't like to be wrong. I hate it when I'm wrong, mm. and I don't like admitting. I can yeah. do it, After and I do a years, better bro, job. Trust me, I'm no, wrong. I do a better job at it now than I ever did when I was younger. Yeah. of owning when I when I screw up. Yeah, and saying, you know, hey, I, I all I can do is apologize. I mean, if I can make it right, yeah. I certainly will. But you know, I can acknowledge I, that that I I, I fucked up. Yeah, you know, that was my mistake. Still, there's nothing worse for me when when I fuck up and I realize there's nobody else to be mad about except myself. 
Yeah, and when I when I and when I so the worst thing I can do is the worst thing that for me is I lose control of my emotions, and I let situations I bottle bottle bottle, and then I let a situation unravel me. And then once I'm unraveled, that's when the wheels come off type thing. And I can't let <laughs> myself get to that. I, but, you know, I, I have to be – with that being said, yes, I shouldn't bottle things up. But, two, I have to, if I'm going to talk about it, I have to learn to be a lot more sensitive about it. Right. No, and I, I think you're right on, on – on, on Or I just cases. go in the garage and beat the shit out of something. <laughs> come over to the garage gym over yeah. here. Come over to some gym. Oh, yeah. By the way, so I know you weren't too thrilled about me spray painting on the wall of the gym. God damn it, John. SOM this, gym. John. And I have like the Moranarchy symbol with the, the old ministry. I'm bringing logo. white paint over tomorrow. No, you're not. I love that. And just the fact that I was actually able to spray paint in my own garage is yeah. totally out of character for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think my kids were looking at me like, he's lost his mind. Yeah. He took a can of spray paint. He just started spray painting on the garage wall. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because uh, I posted some pictures of the gym, right? And then... Uh, you know, Rochelle was like, okay, what is SOM? And I'm like, well, it's my son's buddies. And I've known most of these kids since they're in kindergarten, right? And so they're all 26 now, you know. And and, uh, uh, and for a while, when I first got into this house like five years ago, they you know, they weren't old enough to go out to the bars. They weren't old enough to drink or anything like that. Right. And so they made like a little smoke hole in the back patio. So they'd have a little circle jerk of friends over here on a regular basis. And they'd be smoking out back. And I, I don't care. Hopefully the neighbors... Uh, Enjoyed the sense. I'm sure they're floating uh, around the neighborhood, but you know, it, it bothered me not at all. So, um, so I started calling them the uh, Sons of Moranarchy, all my little bonus sons, and uh, it, the name kind of stuck. So instead of SOA, we had SOM, and so I put that out there. And then Brandon Barnes is like, I thought it was Sexy Old Man Jim. That's right. And I'm like, that's just me and Mike in the morning. That's right. You know, and then in the afternoon, it's the Sons of Moranarchy Jim. So, well, and it was so funny because they, uh, you know, they couldn't go to the bars, and they all turned 21. And I said, you know, hey, did you guys go and uh, crush it, you know, do some shots? Everybody's turned 21 now. And they're like, no, no, we're not really bar people. We don't go to the clubs. And I'm like, yeah, but you're able to go to a bar. You should go to a bar. So there's this little piece of crap, hole-in-the-wall thing called the Hoodal here at 43rd Avenue in Bell. It's back in the corner. It's been there forever, right? And it was pretty funny to me because I walked in there. I had been in there in years, and uh, they'd remodeled it. I mean, they had some really nice uh, booths, and they had, like, some low lighting, and uh, they painted the place really nice, a new flooring. And, you know, it, it kind of reminded me of, uh, oh, geez, that apartment back in uh, Sunny Slope, right? So we used to take turns. You had to go be on uh, poop duty. Yeah. And so we had what we called a shit can, and we just load up this old garbage can full of shit. And then when it got full, you took it out to the dumpster out behind in the alley, and you dumped it out back there. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> my buddy Gary spray painted it. <laughs> and I'm like, man, if that isn't like a, a symbolism right there, I mean, you can paint the can gold, but it's still a shit can. Still a shit can. So I kind of thought the hoodah was the same way. <laughs> they cleaned it all up, and it's still a shit can. I yeah. mean, it's the same group of people that, you know, you can count their teeth and their head with one hand. Yeah. Uh, floating in and out of there, a bunch of, you know, sketchy motherfuckers. But they'd run some great specials, um, the Wendy's Wednesdays, where you could buy a small pitcher of beer. And, like, the best beer they had in there was, like, Blue Moon, that tells you anything. But you could do any shot, you call it. And I'm like, any shot, right? So I can get Crown. Blue Patron. Moon was the best beer they had in there? Yeah, and that's sad. <laughs> Jesus that's so, sad. so you get a picture of Blue Moon, I get a shot of Crown, and it was $5. 
And I'm like, okay, you guys must hate the owners just giving away the booze at this point. So, so Pretty good deal. Yeah, so Thursdays were a little rough for Mr. Morano going into school. The boys were laughing about the other day. We were like, you know, we couldn't figure out how you got up and went to school the next day. Yeah, pure willpower. Yeah, it is. That's a veteran. I, I dragged my ass behind me. That's I could it. get that job done. Just get her done. So I, I took them up there, and then you know, they, they became like semi-regulars up there because they could walk from here right. and go get a couple of drinks and then come back here and hang out. And I'm like, yeah, there you go. You have to find, like, your little neighborhood pub, someplace where you right. can go and be comfortable and grab a beer and, you know, meet with your fellows or somebody's coming over. You're like, okay, yeah, let's let's go someplace and grab. I don't mind. Nowadays, in, in the, the times of the COVID, it's more like, uh, you know, socially distanced on the back patio. Right. But um, Padres yeah. has a pretty big patio. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't been – I didn't go there from March until, like, last month. And then my buddy Frank – Bought me a couple of beers and we had, we burned a stick out on the patio for my birthday in nice. September. So, and you know they were doing the right thing. They gotten rid of a bunch of tables. Everything spread out. All the servers are wearing masks. And I'm like, and we're outside. So, you know, I'm still not a big fan of going out places, especially if it's crowded or it's fucking loud, dude. I'm just dead man. I'm not look. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I try to avoid, I, I try to avoid the crowds. I try to avoid, you know. Well, you a- shouldn't be able places. to go to Lowe's and see motherfuckers wearing their masks. I'm seeing it more like a QTs now. Yeah, people are like people yeah. are just like fuck you. I'm not wearing my mask. Right. I'm walking and walking out. I'm almost like you know QT should say you know hey no shirt no shoes no mask no service. They're not going to the do that out. because they're they don't. Not gonna be the mask police. Yeah, they're not going to be the mask police, and neither is Lowe's. You know, yeah, but, but it, we had but, a bus driver just recently die. Uh, I think it was in Deer Valley, and because there was a post on the uh, Red for Ed. And they said, you know, he just came back to work like three weeks ago doing the bus, and he had had some concerns because so many of the kids weren't wearing their mask or weren't wearing it right. And they told him not to be the mask police. Right. Just give him a gentle reminder, pull your mask up, or, hey, get your mask on. Well, he just died of COVID. Jesus. Yeah, guy's like, uh, I don't know, in his late 60s or something like that. Sweetheart of a man. But they put him in a big fucking tin can with a bunch of children not wearing a mask or or wearing a mask down low, and he's dead. Good that job. sucks. Good job, parents. just sucks. Well, and we had talked about this, too, because you said the state of Iowa just shut down? Uh, they went to lockdown? No, 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 no. Ireland. Ireland. Ireland okay. is locking everything down. And um, Italy, so Italy, Paris, um, and there's a couple others that are, that are reinstating a lot of the uh, lockdown procedures because, you know, cases are spiking because people aren't you know they aren't fucking wearing a mask and they're not washing their hands and they're they're gathering with strangers and um with no mask and you know and here's the other thing that really bothers me ease up on those rules people want to get together in large groups because honestly i think we actually missed each other during this last six months We, we missed something like even if you weren't like somebody who went out different places all the time i think everybody likes to go some places some of the time but here's what's funny though you go to an airport by Sky Harbor, everybody's wearing a mask. And if you're not wearing a mask, they throw your ass out of there. You know, it's not, you don't have an option. Mm-hmm. And I don't see what, you know, I see these stores that have signs on the doors that says you must wear a mask inside. And then people aren't wearing masks. So you can't, and look, you, it's not a law. It's just a, it's just a suggestion for health, right? Um, well, I, I still think Maricopa County has the mask mandate now for businesses, but you're right. The enforcement piece is a little bit lacking. Not, yeah. Well, and I, and I, you know what? I mean, there's this guy. He's and what his, sucks, his, let me just his, finish that thought. What yeah, sucks about Lowe's is that I shop there because I don't shop at Home Depot because they, 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 
a large donation uh, to the Trump campaign. And gotcha. so I shop at Lowe's because of that reason. Yeah, every time you spend dollars, it's like votes. You're right. making an economic vote for what you exactly. believe. Exactly. You're trying to support businesses but, that are So, but with. what am I supposed to do now? Go to Ace Hardware? I mean, Jesus Christ, man. It's, it's, I do like Ace Hardware. You know, and, and I, I do too, um, but they don't carry a lot of shit. Um, they but, don't, um, but I'll tell you what, there's always a, old, lots of old guys in there, and as soon as you hit the door, they're like, what can we help you find? Yeah. Well, and I'm like, yeah, I, I can know. actually walk in. I'm like, uh, I'm good, John I Madden. Like thanks. Four bolts. That <laughs> Yeah. yeah, boom, where'd I'll, that truck I'll come figure from? It out. You know, and they'll take you right to whatever it is you're looking for and get you whatever you want. And I'm like, well, there are times I would like to just kind of browse a little bit, wander around. Yeah, exactly. Ace is the place. It is. They got all yeah. kinds of cool shit in there. But, yeah, I, that is disappointing. And I know I uh, I pulled up to Circle K the other night. You know, it was like, finally got to the weekend. And I, and I don't order beer on my fries shopping list anymore because I'm like, you know, one week, I don't know how many beers I ordered, Mike. But I can tell you how many I drank. Yeah, all, all of them. them. <laughs> it was terrible. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Remember you told me about that? And I'm like, me. I'm like, John, you drank 70 beers in seven days or some something shit? Something like, stupid like that. Jesus. And, you know, and, and right. I don't know what the exact numbers were, but it was way too many. So I'm like, all right, that is off the list. And so now I make a, a decided effort like, okay, just on the weekends, if I want to have a few beers, I'll go and buy just a six pack. And then when that's gone, that's gone. Yeah. You know, hopefully it lasts the whole weekend. So how do you get to sleep during the week? Uh, you know what? I got into a habit now, Mike. You know, I have a little alarm on my phone. At about 9 o'clock, I go take a hot shower and do like a sinus rinse and try to calm all my shit down because allergies. You right, know? right. I, I don't, it is tough right now because we've had to send kids home from school, um, you know, and I I don't know what the exact numbers are, but but there's there, there's several kids home because they're showing symptoms of COVID. So we haven't had like a positive test, but also the concern too now is you know allergies are kicking hard, mm-hmm. so kids are going to get the sniffles. We are moving into just a regular flu season, yeah. So it's not COVID. Then of course, as soon as a kid either gets sent home or their parents make the right choice and keep them home because they're running a fever or something mm-hmm. like that, well then all the kids are like, do they have COVID? Do they have COVID? Do they have COVID? And you're like, oh, shut up. No, no. Everybody does yes, they all have COVID. All you have all COVID. will get it. You're all going. You're all boys in a bubble now. So here, here's my question. So, and this is what someone said to me. Someone said to me the other day, hey, you should get a flu shot. And I said, hold on just for a second. I, I don't go anywhere where I don't wear a mask. I wash my hands. Uh-huh. I... Uh, follow all the protocols for COVID. Why the fuck do I need to get a flu shot? Because oh, I'm not gonna, get, I'm not gonna get the flu on, with that same. Just I got the flu shot, Mike. And no, Manny no, but I got a flu shot. Okay, but why? Uh, well, I don't want to get like a flu and have it be like a bad flu where I might have to be hospitalized because then you're going to like the epicenter of COVID because anybody with COVID is. But if you're following the all the protocols, well, I agree. how are you gonna do? It? How you are you gonna mitigating your risk to get flus? And you know, to be honest with you, that it's been said by a lot of people. I know I was talking to my buddy Ray the other day on the phone. He's like, you know what? With all of this, you know, uh, hand washing and wearing a mask. And the kids not going to in-person school. Uh, this has been like the first year. The kids aren't sick. Seems like they're constantly sick, and then it goes around the house, right? One right. kid gets sick, oh, and yeah. then it's another kid, and then mom's sick, or I'm sick, and dad will be taking care of everybody, or it'll be mom's turn to be taking care of everybody. But he said we haven't had that this year. So I mean, there is some good to come out of the uh, procedures that we have. I think we should keep the cleanliness going. Wiping shit down, sanitizing shit, yes. washing your hands. Yes. I mean, you know, I'll be glad when the vaccine gets out there. Maybe we don't have to wear the mask. Like I said, the other night I went out to that store. Okay, I just wanted to grab one six-pack of beer, be in and out, right? And I see this guy, and he's getting his little girl out of his 
big truck, right? And I and he and he's kind of he's taking a few seconds, and I'm like, oh, you know, he's probably getting a mask on the small child to go in, right? And so I, I put a little pep in my step so I could open the door for him because he's gonna have his hands full with the little girl. And as I turn around, motherfucker does not have a mask on, and neither does his kid. And so I'm, now I'm holding the door, so I use the door as like my own shield, my own face shield. So I step behind the door, so the door's between me and him. Hell yeah! And he's like, hey, thanks, bud. And I wanted to say, yeah, thanks for not wearing a mask, mask hole. Yeah. I'm like, would it take you that long to just pull the mask on to walk in someplace? Well, here's what you can do, though. You can deduce Trump voters by one by who doesn't wear a mask. Yeah, and that's just sad because you would have thought. No, I guess Mary Trump's been on a lot of news stations saying that people keep thinking he's going to wise up. He's going to change. He's, he's going to change. Fucking narcissistic. It's impossible for him. He's not wired up that way. He's not. He will not change. And all he would. And they actually interviewed a bunch of Trump people at the rally. And they said, well, what if the president said, you got to wear the mask? You know, don't let it dominate your life, but we can beat this thing if we wear the mask. And they all said the same thing. Well, if he said to wear a mask, I would wear a mask. And they're standing there not wearing a yeah. mask. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, Mike. I was watching The Winter Soldier this week, and it kind of triggered me. I'm like, I need to get my winter lawn in. Ah. So I called my good friends at the Moan Landscaping. Hold on for a second. You were watching a Captain America movie, and that reminded you to put your lawn, your lawn in? It wasn't a huge stretch in my mind. Winter Soldier, Winter Lawn. Uh, yeah, okay. So, anyway, stay out of my head, Mike. It's a scary place. Don't Jesus want to go in there. That Christ. hamster's on the wheel. There's, there's, there's so much there I just want to deep dive in. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, Mike. Don't. And uh, so, anyway. Let's analyze that, John. No, no. We're not going to add up. No psychoanalysis of Morano on a Sunday morning. So, uh, so Sammy Damone, his buddy Jake, that they, they woke for the Damone Landscaping. Frank Damone, my buddy, has been in business here in town for since 1977 frank, frank gets so much frank free fucking man. press on this podcast man. i can't help it dude they do such a great well job. I, i'm not complaining i'm just saying i mean he, it, he i think he, he should be paying us maybe maybe well so frank you know he gets you some ad time on the uh sunday morning symptoms and or mike and the so you want to do okay banners? all right see enough. you started it I'm telling mom. So anyway, they uh, they came and they put in a winter lawn. They rolled out all this fertilizer. So I'm watching us do the podcast thinking, you know, we both look like fucking Mike Pence with all flies keep laying on our heads. <laughs> I just I'm waiting for that little kitty to jump up on your shoulder and eat that fly off your cap. These fucking flies, man. Dude, well, you know, it, it's that lovely, you know, my, my dad would have said, ah, oh, it smells like fresh air. Because every time you're driving yeah, by a manure. farm. Yeah, yeah, my dad would be like, you know what that is? And is that cow shit, dad? No, it's fresh air. Okay, pops. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say to me. I'm eight. Yeah. You know, so fresh air. Yeah. So apparently, anywhere there's a lot of shit, it's just fresh air. I'm gonna so, agree with you. It's gonna look that. good. I'm though. gonna agree with you, Dad. On that, nothing like being out in the middle of nowhere with that fresh air. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm a little jealous because I think uh, you and Lisa have done a good job during this pandemic to get out of town. We I have. know it was kind of nice too when uh, your sister and her husband relocated down here and even before they relocated coming down here and you guys made some road trips and you guys went up to colorado and what a blast man i mean too few pictures but um if you're in the moment and you're not stopping to take pictures you're having a nice moment well my wife and sister took tons of photos i just i mean you got to follow them to get all get all the bag all that stuff i mean i i don't uh i mean they took tons of photos i i take some but you know i mean i i'm more like in charge of the drone footage and stuff so I do the drone footage and shit oh. like that. So God, you know what's funny? Because it's uh, one of my bonus nephews, uh, Cole uh, Richards. Yeah, he was the uh, Red Cowboy on a couple of different radio stations here for a long time. And he's the guy that looks like uh, uh, 
Bradley for the Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah. He got traded because he got this red hair and that really big beard and stuff like that. Um, but I ran into him recently, and uh, he got a drone. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's telling me the different levels of the drone and stuff like that. Yeah. And he goes, you know, it's off of my phone. And you don't even have to really fly the thing. You just pre-program it, and it hits a certain height. And so even from his house, he can send it up over to, like, uh, AMC 30 and go over the parking lot and check out and see how busy it is and stuff like that. And he was, and it's got all kinds of alerts, like if you're in airspace yep, or some restricted does, area. Yes. And then, you know, um, it'll send you an alert like, hey, you're sending me too far, losing signal. Mm-hmm. You know, And then the last thing it'll send is, Hey, I'm heading for home. And yeah. I'll turn around and come back to you. You I'm can like, set a landing point hell? and it'll land there automatically. But I what I like about so I have the uh, the DJ uh, Mavic Mini. So it's it's the small smallest one you can get, but it you don't have to worry about a license or anything like that because it's so small. It's under a certain amount of weight. Yeah, that's and, what Cole's saying. His is like uh um one tenth yeah. of an ounce underneath the federal limit where you have to uh, be uh, yeah. certified to fly it or right. license it. Yeah. yeah. But, and the reason the reason I got that, one, it's the cheapest model. Two, it's still a DJ, uh, a DJ uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a great drone. It takes good footage, man. And what I like about it, you, you can get about uh, battery, I can get about 25 minutes of flight time with it, you know. Okay. With the battery that it, that it has. And then I have uh, three batteries, and they go into a charger, and I just keep them, a USB charger, I just keep them plugged into my truck, and, you know, I can switch out batteries real quick. And Does Tesla make a, a drone yet? I want that put a, one. Put a little SIM card in it, and there you go. It's it's uh, one of those micro SIMs. Well, the, the footage off of the drones are fantastic. So if you're doing yeah. drone footage in Colorado, I want to see that, because Cole and his wife uh, um, went on a little trip, and... Um, so they're out in the desert, right, and the sun's setting, and he sends his drone out into the sunset, and as the light's dropping over the desert, you can see all the colors of the desert coming out. Yep. Dude, it was stunning. The footage he got was just stunning. It looked like some kind of professional, I don't know, Arizona Highways magazine photo shoot in real time. Yeah. I was, I was so impressed, dude. Um, that, I have. That just a knucklehead with a drone can do that. Well, that's the thing is that... Um I remember one of the pitchers for the Indians when they were in the World Series chopped up his fingers playing with his drone. And I'm like, that's when you know you're a knucklehead. You're well, in the I, playoffs I, and you injure yourself fucking around. I actually drone took the morning. drone footage we did from Watson Lake and Prescott. Oh, okay. And I put it all together, put some music to it. I'm mm. um, using Adobe Premiere Pro as the editing. And um, it's... Uh, that's a nice creative outlet. You it's know? fun, yeah. I mean, I'm not much of one for drawing or for painting or anything, but doing something like that, drone footage and, and putting some music to it. Yeah, I, it's, I would be into that. I, I'm downloading it now. I'll show it to you when it's done. Yeah, I want to um, see that. But it's That's uh, awesome. It's uh, it's not completely done yet. I still got some a uh, little bit of work to do. I'm, I'm in no hurry. I mean, but we're doing it for the Wake Up Show Up YouTube channel. Mm. Um, you know, my wife and my wife and my sister and I and Mac, we all do this. Uh, we have a they have the they tag like wake up show up is our is our um it's our name of our youtube channels the name of our instagram channels and all that and wake I'm up show up be is jealous <clears throat> here you're cheating on me mike yeah wake you up yeah thing going. wake up show up is more about just uh you know getting um you know getting there and getting it done you know no don't, it's don't, funny just you know i've only met your sister the one time when you had that little birthday get together for me and uh, her and her husband mag just awesome people but she does just in the course of a conversation, almost come across as like a, like a life coach. I mean, she's yeah. really very reaffirming. 
yep. and she asks questions about you as a person, like, hey, um, you know, yep. what are your thoughts on this? And hey, where do you see yourself down the road? And is there a way you can take this passion and do something with it in your life? And I'm like, wow. I mean, just not everybody's wired up like that. Yep. And, it, and, you know, she does it in such a way that it just kind of blends itself right into the conversation. It's not like there are people who fancy themselves life coaches, and I just think they're a pain in my she ass. Fa- and she I don't want Jennifer, to Jennifer's a, uh, she's a she's a natural born leader, and her she's not as successful as she is by accident. She worked, she really worked at it. And then if you if you look at what she's accomplished, um, taking that you know startup mm-hmm. um, t sheets and help him grow that and then eventually uh, it getting sold to intuit and she went to intuit for a couple years you know she very very successful um but there's a there's a work ethic involved incredible work some intelligence yes. and i think it must just be like uh oh she got all the brains in the family no trust me. i think that's a grimes family trait she definitely got all the looks because uh, there well, wasn't much left over in the tank for you mike well i i was first <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they were saving it they for saved, later they, on. Down. They saved it. Yeah. You're the oldest, huh? Me and both. Bo- yeah, I am. You yeah. are the oldest. Huh? I We're am. both the oldest in the I clans. The oldest, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Is she the 50. baby? She's the baby. Oh, uh, my sister's the baby. Oh my god! god. Damn it. What is Mike Pence's flies? Yeah, around fucking. Here for? Listen, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg called off the flies. Gee, that's enough. Christmas, we're, man. You, you know how we're voting. Stop sending the flies our way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I was waiting for one of those flies to crawl across Mike Pence's eye just to prove that he is the undead. No shit, that fucking powder How's that motherfucker. Fly? That's a weird dude, man. I love how they took they took the fly and made it the V and vote. <laughs> it's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, I appreciate them being creative. So yeah, yeah so how many siblings are there all together? Because I know it's you four, talked about well, there's John. there's four of us, and then the and then two half brothers. Um. So you were a blended family growing up? No. Did you have the half brothers around? No, the half brothers were Did my dad. dad that was my yeah. He remarried twice. Yeah. Okay. And um, his um, second wife, um, she's a mother of Jason, um, and then Pat is his third wife, who is the mother of Matthew. Um, but I don't. Uh, you know, Jason, I don't If t- you didn't grow up with them, it's really hard to have a relationship, even if they're like a half-sibling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think your connections are made when you're a kid. I try, I try. I, who you, you grew know, up in the house. Yeah, and I, I, I look, I, I, they're my brothers, and, and, I, and you know, I'm, I love them. But, you know, Jason I don't talk to. Him and I had a falling out, and, you know, we, we don't talk. Um, which is fine, because, you know, I'm the one that suggested we don't talk. Okay. Um, and then um, sometimes you have to put boundaries, yeah. even if it's family. Right. If it's not healthy, then it, 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 it has to go exactly. away. And if it can come back together and be a healthy thing, then great. And if it can't, well, all right, you know, God bless. Wish yeah. nothing but good for him and his family, but uh, I need to be up in my grill with your bullshit. Yeah. Um, the The other thing is, is oh, that then uh, you had a stepdad too. Did he bring any? My kids stepdad, to the yeah. Family? Well, he's, he's been no. Um, no. He, he he was uh, he married my mom. She had us four. Married your mom with four kids. Yeah, he, that's a hell of a dude right there. Yeah, a hell of a guy. And then and then and then raised us. I mean, when he met my, my mom, Vinny did that. He, when he met my mom, he had two Corvettes, a motorcycle, a uh, 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 international scout, a race car, and then within months he sold it all because he he said, "Hey, I got to help raise these four kids." Your mom must make a 
really good cup of coffee, Mike. I guess, man. But they, you know, they, you know, he's a he's a solid, <laughs> solid man, and and he was he was. I mean, for the most part, he was my dad. I mean, he he's the guy that raised me. Right. I mean, I met him when I was ten. You know. Oh my God. Yeah. So, 10? Yeah. Yeah, and that's like my nephew Tanner. He was in third grade, so he'd have been like eight when my brother started dating his mom. And, yeah. uh, you know, no. Tanner in my like book has yeah, always been a Morano. And there are days I tell him, yeah, like, you might be the very best of the Moranos. <laughs> so, uh, but, but my brother jumped in. His first wife had uh, three boys. Yeah. He had uh, uh, Tanner and his older brother, Travis, and they had the little brother, Brett, from her uh, second marriage. Uh, well, I don't know if they were Well, I'm a, but, so I'm a, three uh, boys. And so Vince jumped in, and I'll tell you what, he was quite the, he was the man. I've he been a stepdad for 20 boys. years. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Been a stepdad for twenty years, and I, I, uh, I think a lot of credit should go to the men that decide to step in and be the dad, you know, for 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 some kid to be an anchor for him, you know, yeah. Whether there's a biology or not, you know, uh, to still love him like that and uh, to be there for him. So, uh, my I tip my hat to you and also my brother. I did a little bit of that with the second marriage, you know, because we had two and two, you know, each of us had a boy and a girl. And I never really thought, you know, hey, if you're a kid and you live in my house and you're part of the household and I'm going to treat you just like one of my kids. Right. Uh, I'm also going to be very firm with you and I'll get to be a jackass and eat my food and live in my house. But um, I think that's all right, too. I also I often feel like, you know, when I'm talking to my parents, we have parent-teacher conferences coming up this week. There is more honest conversations. And every once in a while I get to be honest with my parents and just say, you know, uh, you know, I correct your kid. Not because I don't like your kid. It's the opposite. I correct your kid because I do care about him. And I don't want them to see developing those kind of behaviors that are cause them nothing but grief down the road. They're getting ready to transfer or go up to middle school. And they, they need, I don't want them to be sorry. I want them to be better. You know, better right. people, better students. Uh, and to be successful. And if they're still just being a spaz and off task all the time and distracting other kids... Not only are they not being successful, they're preventing other people from being successful, and I have to address that. I mean, that is a part of my job. I take that seriously. So, But that's not ever because I don't like the kid, and it's really, to me, it's the opposite. You know, if you care about them, you care enough to address the behaviors as they come up. You know, even though it would be easier for me just to ignore it and just go on about my day and not do it, but, you know, you have to. And I'd say my sixth grade has been great because, you know, they're just kids and they're working in the classroom and not paying attention. The mask will slip down over their nose and I'll just say, hey, mask up. And they'll pull them right up. And they're not fighting me on any of it. We're giving them mask breaks in the afternoon, take them outside for like 10 minutes and have them socially distance. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, it wasn't just the parents that put on a few pandemic pounds. We got some uh, chunky monkeys oh, that rolled back kids. into school. Poor oh, kids, dude, yeah, but because they weren't doing anything. They're sitting around our house. And so... We take them out for their mass break. Uh, I can't just have them stand there, you know, shooting the shit. So, you know, I'll pick a tree, and I'll just start calling names, and I have to sprint around the tree and back just to get them moving again. You know, it's been really hard to find, you know, what kind of games can they play because any ball they have is now a COVID ball because everybody's touching it. <laughs> right. And, you know, how do you play freeze tag or something and you can't touch anybody? So, uh, school definitely looks a lot different, and I am sad for the kids. Hopefully we'll be able to continue with the, the mitigation things that we're doing to stay open. Although it caught my attention, a former head of the Arizona Department of Health Services came out recently and was able to be very honest. And it was rather striking to me how these people that used to have these positions in government can come out and say the things that the people that currently have those positions in government should probably be saying. 
and he was talking to, I think it was AZ Central, and they were talking about all the clusters, like a lot of our high schools. Uh, I think, uh, oh, geez, it's a high school in North Peoria, Sunrise Mountain High School. Mm-hmm. Had to send home like 70 kids. All the kids in the basketball program, boys and girls, uh, are home for like the 10 days. Uh, I think all the cheerleaders uh, and the student council, the whole student council, uh, all got sent home. And it's not like they're not wearing masks and they're not washing their hands. We got hand sanitizer everywhere. Uh, but this guy for uh, ADHS was saying that uh, he said, just because we're having these clusters doesn't mean we need to shut it all down again. But we should be looking at the statistics. And what we're seeing is it's the kids that are participating in sports. He goes, I love high school sports. You know, yeah, my kids played high school sports. He goes, you know, I love all of it, high school football, high school basketball. But those are close contact sports, and they're not wearing masks when they're out on the court or on their field. And it's not a shock or a surprise that you should have, like, a little COVID bloom in those situations. He goes, so if we want to keep the schools open, we might want to think about shutting down the sports programs. And I do feel terrible because a lot of these kids, it's their senior year. And, you know, most of the time, if you're going to get any attention to go to college and play sports, they come looking for you before you get to your senior year. Right. There's a few bubble kids that might have to make a name for themselves senior year. So I don't think it'll hurt too much for what, what it looks like next year. But I think he's talking about what are our priorities? Are the priorities to keep the schools open for the good it does for the kids, for the quality of their education, or for the social-emotional health of the kids? Or is it just we want to get back to some kind of normalcy and go watch high school sports? He says we might not be able to do both. Well, You're going to have to make a choice. I, I don't think we're going to be able to do both. I think the, the, the focus should be on education. Yes. And... It seems it seems an obvious choice. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, all right, let's wrap this up, man. We've been doing an hour and a half. Holy crap, really? Yeah. Nobody's going to listen that long. That's okay. If they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. Okay, well, hopefully uh, those of you who have a very long drive this week will take advantage of the opportunity to listen to Sunday morning Sitting in traffic. Sitting in traffic. Yeah, Sunday morning symptoms. With John and Mike in our... Uh, Hashtag Sunday morning. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on... Uh, listen to us on Facebook. Facebook. Listen to us on Spotify, I, uh, that iTunes. That was a big thing because some people had reached out to me, like whatever it is, the blog quest that we use yeah. um, to uh, host uh, the... the uh, Buzz. The yeah, we use Buzzsprout to host it. But look, you can get it on... Amazon, Apple, you can get it on every uh, Spotify, you can get it on every single major podcast. You just have to look up podcasts and you'll see Joe Rogan right at the top. And then when you scroll way the fuck down, we're somewhere down there. Yeah, there's like 90,000 podcasts and we're 89,999. Something like that. We're real close. But I think that that was good because, you know, I know my buddy Jim Overby never listens to podcasts, but he does listen to this one. So thank you, Jim. Uh, But he was saying, he goes, you know, every time my phone times out, I have to hit the phone and activate it to get it to play on that link that we have on Facebook. And yeah. I said, dude, just switch over. Find us on Spotify. You got a Spotify account? He's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, okay, type in Sunday morning symptoms. You'll find us, and then it won't time out. Yeah. It'll just keep or you can type in what. Sunday morning symptoms. Yeah, Sunday morning <laughs> symptoms. Okay, <never. laughs> All right. Later. All right, have. All right, brother. Have a good week.